Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KVJ. Okay, I got some would you rather's for you. Would you rather lose your wallet or your phone? Jaybird, you said you've lost both. What caused you more personal pain? The phone. Because you got to yep. get a hold of people. It's ve- yep. very expensive and mm-hmm. it's a nightmare to get a new phone. You can cancel everything else. You have to use someone else's phone, though, uh, when you do lose your phone. But yeah, you have to, I mean, when it comes to you losing your wallet, you just have to go back and cancel your cards. I would say the opposite. So I just recently lost my phone. I left it in the back of an Uber. Okay. And I did get it back the next day, but I went a whole, like, I don't know, almost 24 hours without it. And you can go buy a new phone, and if you've got your stuff in the cloud, you're going to be okay. If I lose my wallet, you know how long it's going to take me to figure out all my credit cards and calling and canceling and just the stress of somebody having my credit cards and going nuts? Objection, Your Honor. I feel like that example should not count. She didn't really technically lose her phone. She left it in the car. She got it back within 24 hours. Doesn't really know the pain or the process of getting a new phone. Once again, Virginia is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's an opinion piece. How can I be wrong? Yeah, to me, it's it's got to be the phone is more of a pain, and I you know realize now that with either Apple Pay or the apps, it, I mean honestly now this whole Chick Fil A app, and I don't take my wallet with me because it you know it puts my butt out of alignment, Virginia. I know you worry about your butt looking good. I do. I got to worry about my butt alignment. <laughs> you can so, tell, and that thing's popping. Yeah, I don't I don't carry the wallet that often anymore, and yeah, you can do everything just with your phone. You lose your phone, man. Forget about it. You're screwed. And a side note: not everyone's got everything saved to the cloud either. And if things aren't saved and your phone's gone, it is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So here are the arguments. If you had to uh, lose one or the other, somebody said my wallet because I can cancel all those cards with my phone. And somebody else said my phone because I can always log on to my account on a laptop or computer and lock the phone and have a replacement delivered the next day and auto transfer all my data. That You're- is true. You can, because Magnolia did it. She went on her app and locked my phone and made it so it was unusable. And then the person like couldn't use it, even though the guy was sleeping and he didn't even know he had it. It was in his back seat. But you can disable it remotely so that nobody can get your stuff out of your phone and then buy a new phone immediately. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten Uber drivers that are men are deviants. 
This one must have slept. This man that drove my Uber, he must have slept for 15 hours after he dropped us off. Because seriously, he didn't wake up till like 3 o'clock the next day. And he's like, oh, I just saw your messages. Yeah, I got your phone. I can't believe believe he didn't get back to you right away. How dare him? Who wouldn't get back to you right away? I know. How dare him sleep? How did he drop it? Yes. So sweet. I know. (laughs) All right, tell me this one. Would you rather... Be middle class now or a multimillionaire 150 years ago? What would you rather be? Middle class now or a multimillionaire 150 years ago? Question. Do I have my modern day mind when I go back 150 years? No. You're a man of the times. I'm a man of the times. Man of the times. 150 years ago. Yeah. 150 years ago. There's no air condition. I don't know. Yeah. Look, I mean, honestly, being a multimillionaire 150 years ago, I don't know that your standard of living would be any better then as it is now being middle class. Because you're right, AC and food and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I don't know that I want to go back for that. I think the biggest argument for being a multimillionaire 150 years ago is where your family would be today. It wouldn't be for you. It would be for your namesake. You look at some of the names of the Rockefellers and all those kind of people that had millions and were multimillionaires then. Look at where they are today. You know, yeah. their family line and they've got massive yachts and mansions and all that kind of stuff. I you mean, you could go back in time, but you don't have that. Yeah. Okay. So you're, it's a tricky role. So it's a tricky Yeah. One. So it's, it's, are you doing it for you or for your family name? I think personally for you, you would be more comfortable in your life being middle class now than a multimillionaire 150 years ago. I agree. I like it here right now. This one's breaking my brain. Okay. This is above your. Pay grade, Virginia. <laughs> this one's hard. This is out of your mental acumen. <laughs> I like it here now compared to how I would like it back then. But would you live like Henry Flagler? Because that pimp yeah. had it. I had a setup. Yeah, you look at that, but he's living without air conditioning. Now, I'm and the sh- breakers. He probably had people run around all day and just carry fans and fan him. I do agree. You probably, because I, I think if you're richer, you probably have a little bit colder water, a cleaner bit of a crotch. You just things are better <laughs> for the person that's got all that money back then. Uh-huh. Oh, everybody knows Flagler had a sweet crotch. You would just figure out the ways of the world back then to keep yourself cold, keep yourself cleaner. Uh-huh. You had okay. people to help you yeah, with that. You'd have the money to do that, but then you ain't got no internet. You don't have. But you don't know the internet. You're a man of your time. You're right. You're fancy in that day and age. I kind of think Kevin broke my brain too because I keep forgetting you're, you're a man of the time, bro. You're a man <laughs> this of the one time. is hard. Okay, Kevin. sorry. I should have. You broke both of us. Okay. I keep thinking I'm I going, I, yeah, I'm going back as modern day bird. Yeah, I'm going like, to okay. change something here, Marty. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, you're my bad. Yeah, I shouldn't have brought that one in. I love Back to the Future. You don't got man. no DeLorean. Yeah, I hear you. Calm your ass down. I, I get excited right, with these scenarios. Kevin, we can't. Yeah, I know. You're right. Know, know, know your audience. <laughs> oh, if I had a little bit of a buzz right now, you, you'd be okay. We'd have to go home. <laughs> okay, what about this? Would you rather never be able to watch your favorite movie or listen to your favorite song ever again? Oh, song, definitely. Bye-bye movie. Yeah. No, there's, yeah. There's other movies. Your favorite song is more special than your favorite movie. I love Karate Kid, but I've seen it so many times where... Okay. Yeah, but, but, but my favorite song, if I don't hear that for a month or two and then I hear it, it's like a lost friend. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so you're holding on to the song. Yes. Over the movie. Okay. Would you rather spend your whole life underground or underwater? Ooh. 
I think underwater would be prettier, right? Underground's dark and cave-like. Unless you believe in certain things. Middle Earth. <laughs> middle Earth. What the is, aliens are what underwater, what Kevin. What is this Middle Earth? Just, is this, it sounds like a Hobbit type thing. It's going to get weird. And okay. I'm, I'm definitely going to lose half the audience. We'll probably lose yeah. ratings with it. You I'm, lost me. I'm backing out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going water, by the way. Come on, man. Mermaids? I love mermaids. I love uh, manatees. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's a cooler concept, right? Everybody yeah. doing underwater? How far underwater? As Very far, far Virginia. as you want, dog. You got them gills. Do I have one of them ocean uh, gate? Receptacles, or am I a good one that won't collapse on me? I no, feel it's, you're going to be solid. All right. Yeah. I also thought, because in my head, I wasn't in a contraption. I had gills. I was able to breathe. Kevin, does he have gills? No, I'm not going to give him gills. No. You didn't have gills. You never had gills. No, you're, si- you're living in a bubble city. Okay. All right. So we're, we're living in a contraption. I thought yeah. this was all right. You're not a fish. Come on. Take this game seriously. Take this game I, serious. <laughs> Kevin is not making you a fish. <laughs> it would have been a cooler question. <laughs> Kevin, I want to be a mermaid. Let's go back in time and have gills. And I mean, come on. You I, know? Want, I want to be a mermaid yeah. and a DeLorean. Yeah, he, he wants to go to Middle Earth. I mean, come on. I watched watch a lot of ancient aliens last night. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take Kevin's game serious, can you? No, the problem is I take it too seriously that yeah. I botch it up. <laughs> I, I want to do it right, but I just can't. Okay, let me give you a hard one here to finish up. Oh, Would boy. you rather send your mom, sibling, or child to a maximum security prison for 10 years or die? Okay, you're sending either your mom, sibling, or child to a maximum security prison for 10 years or die. So, Virginia, let's pick Magnolia. You send her to a hardcore prison for 10 years or you die right now. I think I have to die. She won't make it in prison. Okay, wow. Okay, you're taking it, huh? Uh, What about your mom? I might send her. Okay. The structure might be good for her. <laughs> she, look, they'll make sure she takes her medicine every day. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. That one's tougher. Okay. She's lived a full life on the outside. Dad, uh, Jaber, do you send your dad to prison for 10 years or do you die? Gosh, you... I think he would do. I think he'd do well in prison, first of all. And I think that our parent would want the time yeah, over I, our death, much like I would take my death over Magnolia. I'm sending my dad to prison. I'm not dying. That's ter- that's, that's gonna rip the. That would rip me dying would rip the family apart more than my dad going to prison. Okay. So, and, and dad's family could weather your dad going to sing sing for ten years. Exactly, and I think my dad would run court up up there. He'd do great. I think it would, not in a violent way. He would love all the shop classes yes. and everything else. Yeah, he uh-huh. better not be too yeah. delicious like he is in some of our KVJ videos. I feel like the the staff would enjoy my dad and put him in like a library or a yeah. workshop. He'd be yeah, yeah he'd be, be like Shawshank Redemption. He'd be all right. Yeah, he'd be like Brooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Juicy Daddy running it. Uh-huh. He'd be running a little bit. Yeah. Right. Dad's going up the he's, river. He's going to the big house. Yeah, sorry, okay. Dad. All right, sorry, I ain't dying. <laughs> I got. Stuff left to do. Yeah. I still can't. Yeah, we have dead. Come yeah. on. <laughs> My KVJ show.
Who's ready for some Hink Pinks? Never been more ready for something. Okay, you got on the Hink Pink robe that the champ gets. Bird is our Hink Pink champ. It's I- so sexy and silky. Well, look, I got to give a shout out to, I believe it's a Angie from Hollywood, a Grant from our chat room, and, and yep. maybe some others, but I know that they were... Uh, a big part of getting this made for us. It's very sexy. I love it. It is pink. It is silky. It's beautiful. I kind of wish you had that on and nothing else. Well, I was going to tell you, confession time, that's happened before. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. no doubt. Yeah, I know you believe it. Yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> if you don't know what a hink pink is, it's a rhyming riddle. And the answer to the riddle is a pair of words that rhyme with each other. Now, you're going to get 10 seconds, both of you, to come up with the correct answer. And an example would be if I said pebble supply, that would rock be... Rock stock. There you go. That would be your rock stock, your pebble supply. See? The two words rhyme with each other. Your answer's got to rhyme like that. I feel bad for the witch because I'm in my sweet po- spot of two... What? Sweet pot. Sweet spot of sweet pot. Baby's mm. been drinking. Yeah. I'm in my sweet spot of two whiskeys in. Yeah. She got into her sweet pot. I hear you. Well, let's make this happen. Okay, here we go. Your first Hank Pank. Mom's sister is unable. Mom's sister is unable. Aunt un- can't. Aunt can't. Absolutely. Two words that rhyme with each other. That is a Hank Pink. Virginia gets the first point. Bird looks stunned. (laughs) What happened? So many words. Why are you in the birthing position? (laughs) Well, I've had a couple of whiskey. I'm a a little loose right now. (laughs) Wow. Denny! All right, I got to stand, baby. Come get your boy. I got to get focused. Get ready for your Hank Pinks here, Bird. Yeah, come on. I'm like a champion, Bird. Okay. (laughs) Youthful organ Jung strong a youthful organ would be a youthful little, organ little. like body organ youthful organ young tongue lung oh young or tongue i don't know if that's an organ oh yeah <laughs> whiskey <laughs> who's that guy that likes young tongue yeah <laughs> Was it the uh, Dalai Lama? It was. It's just licking little kids. He does like young tongue. Dalai Lama. Yeah. No young tongue. Okay, next up, Hank Pink. Looking for a rhyming riddle where the answer of the riddle is a pair of words that rhyme with each other. Chili cheddar. Cold old. Chili cold cheddar. Mold. Cold mold. What would you say? A very, very chili cheddar. Very chili cheddar would be... Cheddar weather. Freeze cheese. cheese. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dude, can you stop screaming the wrong answer multiple times? I'm just asking for everybody. Dude, it's my defense. <laughs> Virginia with a 1-0 lead here. I get it, though. I, I, I Just don't even bother sending Kevin the birds annoying. I, know, I get it. I know. I'll try to be quiet. I'll try not to scream. A heated boat would be a hot yacht virginia started at first right suits and it's over baby it's over just like that you have to disrobe it is no longer yours no yeah man do you you want to put it on me yes (laughs) (laughs) all right come on mama let's all right
He was having so much fun dancing around in it. This he, almost feels bad. I know. I know. He was having such it a good time. Fun. It fit him so well. It, it just looked fantastic. That's all right. Gosh. Yeah, all right. I did want it, though. I did. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think fast. Think fast. If you don't come in first, you might as well be last. Think fast. All right. Hopefully your mind is ready to go here today. We're going to test it out. Bird has not uh, slept or eaten for three days. <laughs> my mind is ruined. Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> Are you okay? No, I keep hitting my head with these glasses on the microphone. I, sorry. I'll, I'll take them off. <laughs> <laughs> not distracting at all. <laughs> I know. Poor Kevin. <laughs> it's quite a start. Me, neck tats. It's, it's good. Let's go to hell. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Okay, so what I got is uh, different subjects here. Whoever can come up with a sensible answer, the fastest is going to get the point between Virginia Jaybird and Denny's. All right, first up, something you eat, starting with the letter D. Doritos! Burr got Doritos. (laughs) Yeah, three be. days. You haven't ate for three days? I'm, just, I'm going through something. Okay. <laughs> just trying to prove that uh, you don't have to eat? Is that what it's, it I, Again, I tried to tell you guys earlier, if I try to explain it, you won't get it. And then uh, Kevin will get a lot of emails he doesn't want to read. It's, it's not going to be good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something you play with that starts with the letter P. Play-Doh. Oh, dang. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Fast. That's quick. All right. Something hard that starts with the letter C. Cheeto. Cheeto. Uh, <laughs> Cheetos are hard, dog. Okay. <laughs> they can be. All right. <laughs> he clearly wants that. <laughs> You're right. A little, little intense over Oh, here. your answer's going to be food related, too? Because you're know, hungry. You know, I think I'm hitting that wall. I think I'm crashing right, right <laughs> yeah, now. Right now. It's happening right now. Yeah. You're starving. <laughs> So tired, so hungry. A liquid starting with the letter 
J. Jelly. Juice. I'm going to go juice on that. I don't know if I qualify jelly as a liquid. It's it's controversial. Once yeah. it enters the jelly phase, it's no longer liquid. Right, pipe down, Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jaybird has two. Virginia has one. Denny's has one. And oh. Think fast. Okay. Oh. Tendon. All right, this is something you put in your mouth, starting with the letter D. Doritos. Duncan. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's all food. Again. <laughs> Everything's food. I did I did repeat an answer. If you want to take that point away from me. No. Okay. Simmer down. Works. The rules don't say you can't repeat. <laughs> You're witnessing me crash right now. Live on really. <laughs> the spiral is real. Okay, Bird with one more wins it. Oh, oh damn. He's good for spiraling. He's good. Yeah. Something you might have a photo of, starting with the letter N. Nancy. Nachos. Ned. Nancy? Nachos and Ned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Virginia's in first. You get a Nancy. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Nancy. Uh, I knew a Nancy. I'm sure you got a photo of Nancy. I do. Okay, sadly, Denny's your eliminator. Oh. Like, Nancy took me out. Nancy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to hang out, though. I want to see how this plays out. Okay. <laughs> Something you find in the ocean that starts with the letter C. Conk. Crustacean. I think he said conk. I said conk. Oh, okay. I swear I said it, there, it was close, though. Yeah, I, I, I thought that, too. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'll, I'll clear that up. That's in a hen house. <laughs> that's what it yeah, sounded like. Did you uh, say conk? Conk. conk. And he, and he had conk, and he did. Let's go over. Bird gets the W. Where are my birdies at? Oh, yeah. Honky tonk, ka conk, ka conk. Yes. Honky tonk, ka conk, ka conk. Cock a doodle do. Yep. I won how? How did I win? How did I win? With all food, by the way. You're right. Feed this man. Yeah, no doubt. It's KBJ. It's time to gain some knowledge to learn more here than you would in college. We're the smartest radio station. We are the leaders in education. Is it truth? Is it lies? Kevin's the host. He's got beady eyes. Fact or fiction? We're learning some stuff about uh, Palm Beach and the amazing stories that they have there. You're going to learn a little bit more. I got some facts, but I got a little fiction as well. Can you tell the difference? What do you think? Fact or fiction, Virginia? The Breakers, the big old hotel there on Palm Beach. Oh, I love the Breakers. Was originally known as the Palm Beach Inn when it opened back in 1896. Wow, 1896. Fact or fiction? So ghostly. The Palm Beach Inn. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that sound familiar? It does not, but... You're not not local either. I'm also uh, not a big lover of history. I'm going to say it's fact. You're going to go fact on that. You are correct. Yes, it was uh, opened as the Palm Beach Inn in 1896, and the name changed when wealthy patrons kept referring to the inn as Down by the Breakers or the Waves. So they renamed it 1901, five years later. There's no way the Breakers ain't severely haunted. They say it is. Yes, they say there are certain parts of the Breakers that are very haunted. What do you think about this, Jay Bird? The Breakers has burned to the ground twice. That is a fact, my friend. Yes, it is. Once in 1903 and then again in 1925. 
Go to the breakers and you see the photos of all the ladies standing in their petticoats on the beach as the old wooden hotel burns in the background. It's pretty cool. The whole they have like a whole area where it's all the pictures and you can see it on fire. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And did someone burn it down with ill intentions? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to say something different. <laughs> when you what? change your thought halfway through saying it, you sound crazy. Did someone mark a table of chairs and toilet paper? What? <laughs> you like never got your grilled cheese? It's been a rough show. Oh, it's like he's just that. reading off his to-do list. <laughs> Okay, Virginia Fact or Fiction, the Breakers was a licensed legal brothel when it reopened in 1926. Fact or Fiction, you could actually go there and legally get a hoe. Really? Oh, I hope that's fact. Show me fact. Fact! Oh man. No, sadly. For some reason, Florida's not into brothels and prostitution, and if there was ever a state that should be, it I is think, Florida. Yeah. I think they are into it, it's just on the DL. I think it would thrive. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, everything that's evil does well here. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about this one? Palm Beach Factor Fiction Bird. According to the hotel's officials, an average of $25 million is annually reinvested into capital improvements, things like revitalization projects and historical preservation. Factor Fiction. Fiction. It's more money. Okay. This says $25 million, so I think you might be wrong, at least according to this. But, yeah, I think I have heard um, some people said and it could be more. So you might – I'll put it tentatively. It could have increased since uh, this fact was posted. Okay, I'm wrong light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I'd heard somebody say one time $35 million. Yeah, so I think it changes from year to year. The breakers right. did really well during covid Really well. I heard the same thing, Kevin. Between 33 mm. mil and 35 mil, those are the numbers I'd heard. They were closed for a hot minute, but when they reopened, man, people flooded to the breakers mm-hmm. and people had lots of money in that upper echelon of income earners. Yep. Okay, Virginia, fact or fiction, the breakers created COVID. <laughs> no, Kevin, that was in Wuhan. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, sorry. I was just a freebie. <laughs> All right, how about this? Palm Beach Factor Fiction. <laughs> Henry Flagler's heirs were cut out of their share of ownership rights in the 1960s of the Breakers by an infamous Palm Beach con man. Whoa. Fact or fiction? If that's true, that's a juicy story, and oh, I want to yeah. know more. Okay. What do you think? Fact or fiction? I hope it's true, but I'm going to say fiction. I'm going to say fiction. Bird shaking his head. He shouldn't because it's right. Yeah, the hotel is owned by Flagler System Incorporated, which includes some of Flagler's heirs still get a cut of the money coming out of the breakers. I'm glad that they didn't get swindled by a con man. Mm -hmm. Bird Factor Fiction, Bugsy Malone was murdered in the lobby of the breakers in 1947. No, we would have heard about Bugsy. Come on, we love Bugsy, right? We love everything Bugsy. You're right. Bugsy Malone was shot on his girlfriend's couch while reading a newspaper in her Beverly Hills apartment. Did she she kill Bugsy or did someone else kill Bugsy? There was somebody outside the window. Kaboom. You know a lot about Bugsy Malone. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. What do you think about this? Fact or fiction, Virginia? The Breakers Ocean Course is said to be the longest continuously operated golf course in the whole state of Florida. Fact or fiction? Ocean Course. 
I'll say fact. You are correct. <laughs> Henry Flagler, who founded the course in 1897, thought the sport was a passing fancy, but opened it anyways. He thought, that? He's like, people aren't going to be into golf in 10 years. I mean, it must make money, because think about what that property could sell for if they shut down the golf course and oh, just man. put houses there. Yeah. Made that all hotel. Right. You can make it all hotel, all houses, whatever. They must be making bank off the golf club. Be careful when you build on ghostly grounds. It might contain bones. <laughs> and golf balls. <laughs> I thought Kelsey hit the sound effect. <laughs> he left you hanging. He did. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for more. I heard yeah. <laughs> you didn't deserve the sound yeah, I didn't, effect. I, didn't feel like, I yeah, heard that sound not, effect. Yeah, it's not strong Understood. <laughs> and finally, Palm Beach Factor Fiction Bird celebrities who have been married to the Breakers include Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganello, Rush Limbaugh, and Donald Trump. Factor Fiction. That's a fact. My, no. No. That's. Well, were we at the Breakers? Me and you at the Trump thing? Was that the Breakers or was that the. There's like, isn't there like another Elegante? It's like something fancy over on, on, on that side. Elegante? Like there's another thing other than the Breakers. Well, we're not going to the Breakers, kids. We're going to Elegantes. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, fiction. You're correct. Oh, wow. You snipped it out. Trump was married to Bethesda by the sea. I told you. There you go. But Elegantes. the other two were. Elegantes. Yeah. KVJ. How would you be as a bartender? How well do you know some of the more popular mixed drinks that are out there? From these ingredients, what cocktail would you be making? Okay. Here are the ingredients of the first drink. I give you white rum. Pineapple juice and coconut cream. Virginia. Okay, Jaybird, are oh. you making sex on the beach, a pina colada, or a monkey gland? That is, if you like pina colada. What do you think, Virginia? I agree. You agree. You are correct. Very nice. A monkey gland. A monkey gland, yeah. I don't want to drink that. Is that no. a real drink? It is, yeah. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. You have to look it up. Uh, Someone's got to milk the monkey. Yeah. I'm looking it up. I have a feeling drinks are not going to come up, though. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you've got gin and dry vermouth. Are you making A, a martini, B, a rusty nail, or C, a zombie, Virginia? That's a martini. Do you agree, Bird? I do. Because I am agreeing with Virginia. Okay. <laughs> okay, you've got vodka, ginger beer, and lime juice. Bird, are you making a martini, a Tom Collins, or a Moscow Mule? Oh, it's a Tom Collins. Tom Collins, do you agree, Virginia? I do not. What is it? That's a Moscow Mule. It is, you're right. Okay, Virginia's got the edge here on your bird. Well, she's an alcoholic, full blown. <laughs> and I'm. You got some long balls, uh, the, literally and figuratively. I'm on the varsity team, but you're the star quarterback. <laughs> I just have the training. <laughs> okay, so you got white rum, lime juice, soda water, sugar, and mint. Virginia, are you making a white Russian, a mojito, or a slippery nipple? Mojito. Yeah, it's, it's definitely mojito. Okay, it's definitely mojito. Very nice. Slippery nipple, what is it that? Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty slick. I mean, that they knew what they were doing with us, that one, right? There's a slippery nipple. There's also a buttery nipple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> Most straight guys would say they would love to have one of those. Okay, Bird, uh, you've got bourbon or rye whiskey, bitters, 
and a sugar cube. Are you making an Alabama slammer, an old fashioned, or a fuzzy navel? That's a fuzzy navel, man. Do you agree, Virginia? I do not. What is it? It's an old fashioned. That is. I don't know anything. <laughs> I, I know to drink them. <laughs> Vodka, cranberry juice, Contro, and lime juice. Virginia, are you making a Cosmopolitan, a Dirty Shirley, or a porn star martini? You're making a Cosmopolitan. You, Very cosmopolitan. What do you think, Bird? Do you yeah. agree? Yeah, yeah. Virginia's right again. If she knows got, her drinks, man. If I go first, I would have got that. <laughs> okay, white rum, lime juice, simple syrup. Bird, is that a daiquiri, a Mai Tai, or a sidecar? It's a sidecar. Do you agree, Virginia? Say it again. White rum, lime juice, and simple syrup. Daiquiri, Mai Tai, or sidecar? Uh... Uh, I gotta go sidecar because I don't know what the other. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's the first one you missed. Whoa. That's a daiquiri. A daiquiri. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Yeah. What do you call the ones when you get out of the machine? That's the slushy. What would you call that? That's like a like a slushy headache in a cup. <laughs> is that a daiquiri? No, it's not a mixed drink. Okay, I guess I don't know about cocktails. it's complicated yeah okay one more here vodka tomato juice and tabasco jaybird awful oh uh is it a duck fart a gimlet (laughs) or a bloody mary it's a bloody mary you got it right yeah i don't know how y'all like those things i've seen you guys Drink slash eat some disgusting looking. Oh, I, I got a, I got a new Bloody Mary mix. I can't wait to try out tomorrow. I'm so excited. It's what, it's extra spicy. What will you put in it? Because I've seen the witch put the ocean in hers. Yeah, I love seafood. I yeah. love to use that clamato, which is clam tomato Ugh, juice. You like the clamato. Oh. I love clamato. Yeah, no, I, I use Zing Zang. That's my mix, and they've got an extra spicy one with a kick that I just saw that I got. So I'm trying that tomorrow. I'll put in there. I'll put a little Tabasco, maybe little uh, Worcestershire sauce. I'll put in a little bit of pepper juice, maybe a little bit of olive juice, and then I've also got uh, some seasoning that kind of kicks it up a notch as well. And then you put Tabasco in there. And then you need some ice for your BH. Oh my gosh. That's a you just put ice in it as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Ice on both ends. It's thick. It's good. We make up some bacon, put it in there, baby. Uh, you got some olives in there. Bacon, oh. some shrimps. Oh, I man. use a little bit of the shrimp juice. Wow. A little crawfish boil. There are just some things in life you do not get get and the bloody mary i just do not get it at all yeah i get it yeah and i understand why you wouldn't but yeah i i can't wait baby tomorrow bloody mary day the kvj show i want to know what you guys know about love here there was a survey of a thousand americans and i want to see if you guys know what the majority of people said first question they'd asked was is there such a thing as love at first sight you both said yes i think it's possible i don't think it happens often and Uh i don't think it happens to everybody but i think you can connect with somebody and you get a feeling and it works out i think Mm -hmm. that's that can happen yeah, 70% of Americans said no, there's not. And they would say what you're feeling is infatuation, and it's not love at first sight. I had the same thing happen with the queen, honestly. I remember when she walked in, I was just like, oh my gosh, that girl's amazing. And then You married her. Yeah, and day one, we you know hung out, had an amazing time. Day two, we had a better time, and it was just... You know, every day was awesome. So exhibit A, your honor. Yeah, yeah love at first sight. Got him. I'm kind of more with you guys, but yeah, seventy percent of Americans, man, are saying there's no such thing as love at first sight. Much like our chat room, they don't believe in love. Yes. 
Are you able to be in love with more than one person at once? What do you think, Virginia? Yes or no? I mean, I'm sure it's possible. Yeah. I mean, you can totally love two people at once. Okay. What do you think, Bird? I think you can. I think it's possible to really love being in love with two people. I just don't mm-hmm. let them find out about that. Yeah, okay. you better keep them separated. A majority of Americans, 58%, said no, you cannot. You would be in love with one person. You may like the other, but to have that deep connection of what you would consider love, they're saying no. I don't think they've seen The Bachelor. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> A lot of love there. Do opposites attract? Opposites, in my opinion, and look, uh, there's always, you know room for flexibility and all these things but i think opposites are great for attraction physically you guys can physically get together but as soon as you start being opposite of matters of the heart stuff yeah good luck having having fun with that man what do you think virginia do opposites attract i agree with the bird i think uh carnally yes but long term no i think you should try to be on the same page with, you know, morals, religion, how you want to raise kids. Like, fundamentally, it helps if you agree. I feel like physically people can get past certain things. Some people have to like each other mm-hmm. to get physical. But if you have to, yeah, like Virginia's saying, those matters of the heart moment and then your opposite, ugh. It's rough. Now, 82% of Americans say the opposites do attract, but the core principles still need to be similar. Well then, and I think that's kind of defeating itself. I agree because yeah. if you're saying, well, no, they're because, saying both things, right? And that's why I don't think you can answer that way. All right, this survey is on the verge of really getting on my nerves. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you think about this? Should you wait a certain amount of time before contacting somebody after a first date? I think all that stuff's silly. I think everything depends on the moment. There's been times where I think it's the right move to wait, and then there's been times where you have more of a connection with, and it kind of organically happens. What do you think, Virginia? Every situation's going to be different, because you hear about people that go either way, and I think you have to feel it out and make your own terms. Every situation is different on that one. Okay. 84% of Americans say, no, I mean, that's for the kids. You contact somebody when you feel like contacting them. Stop playing these stupid games. Exactly. You're not in high school. And uh, finally here, what do you know about love? Should you take your husband's last name when you marry Virginia? What do you think? If you want to have kids and you want the family to all have the same name, then I think you should. But if you don't plan on having children, especially if you're an older, established woman who's got her career and her... Mm -hmm. No, I think it's an old, antiquated thing that should not be required of a bride. Okay. Where are you, Bird? Yeah, I, I think I've changed my perspective on this. I, mean, I, I do like the old school. I think it's romantic when you've got a couple that loves each other and they, they do the old-fashioned thing. But that's how you know I was raised. I like it, but I, I kind of... I kind of don't think it's that big of a deal anymore. I think a lot of these old-fashioned things we mm. we have, I, I personally like it. Still a big thing. 79% of women still take their husband's last name after marriage. I, I, I like it. I've had so many last names. I'm, it's confusing. At this point, right. I kind of like my, my original, my OG last name, mm-hmm. it really was like the hardest of all of the names I've had to say. So that's why I let that one go. But I mean, I wrote McGrain the other day on something by mistake. And I'm like, that hasn't been my last name. How many years? I, when, when it's couple, confusing. When a couple's in love and they, they share the name, I, I like that. 
But mm. the, you have to, to me, it only works if you really like each other. Yeah, 5% are hyphenating their maiden name with their husband's last name. That just makes it longer. And, it ugh. does. I don't want to. It's a lot of pen ink. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you'll see that on Facebook. You'll go, oh, she's hot. Oh, wait, she's got nine last names. She, I guess she's married. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> the KVJ Show. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All these are things that really kind of need to be called out. Disgusting habits that people do but don't even realize it's just kind of like create some awareness with y'all that you gross i think one is picking their nose and kind of examining it and then eating. <laughs> oh my gosh kevin you'll be surprised how many adults do that do they really yes. i don't know if i've ever seen that <laughs> i know man it, it, it's a weird thing i told you about this one girl she's really really hot yeah and everyone knows that she picks her nose. She'll pick it. She'll look at it. She's she's been seen putting it in her mouth. How I is know another that? person that does that. That's an adult. What? It's a thing. How do you know all these booger eaters? He <laughs> <laughs> oh, runs in these gross circles. <laughs> I will say the girl's not. She's really not my friend. Okay. She's a friend of a friend. So okay. It's like gross friend light. Okay. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, some of the disgusting habits people do that don't realize they need to be called out. One is women who pee all over the toilet seat in a public bathroom and then leave it like that for the next person to use it. Is that a hovering situation, Virginia? It is. If you're a hoverer and you pee all over the seat, you should wipe it down afterwards because not everybody hovers. Some girls come in there hot and they sit right down and they're sitting in your urine and that's not cool. Do we have that situation here at work? I've seen it. Wow. I have seen it. I've seen uh I've seen some sloppy bathroom habits here. Yeah. Be aware of it. You shouldn't Fix leave it. you shouldn't leave anything behind that shows you were there. Leave no trace. Yeah, I like that. It's, it's a good like, bathroom policy. It's, it's that theme of Burning Man, which they did not do this year, but leave no trace. You're right. I, I was in the work bathroom last week, and somebody left PHs around the toilet, if you know what I mean. Yeah? yeah. Pubic hairs. Yeah. Leave no, but no traces behind. Exactly. <laughs> shedding? Yeah, no shedding. Like a cat? Shedding. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> Not closing the toilet before flushing. Once upon a time, I didn't realize how gross that was. And if you've ever seen that animation of just how many germs are flying out of the toilet when you flush it, you'll be aware. Yeah, it'll make you close the lid. Yeah, yeah, change Because you're going to breathe it. If you don't, you don't want to breathe that. It's gnarly, yeah. No matter how clean you get a bathroom, it's going to be gross. Now, the way I am, I close the lid, and I flush the toilet, and I take off running. <laughs> <laughs> you know too much. Like I've set off a bomb. <laughs> uh, some other disgusting habits people do but don't realize, not wiping down your machine at the gym. That is pretty gnarly, all the bacteria in your sweat. People are sweating all over it and just walking around from one place to the next. And some people are drippy at the gym, and that is gross, man. People coughing into their hands. 
especially when they're in a greeting line. Ooh. Hello, <laughs> nice to meet you. Hello, nice to meet you. I, I would be, like, uh, I'd do that. Uh, well, then I've I have seen, to skip that one. I've seen people cough into their elbow. They do the Dracula or the vampire. Yes, but they'll have a long sleeve shirt on, or they're coughing into their sleeve, and now they've mm. got cough sleeve. Yeah, but I think that's better than doing it into your hands because you put the germs on your hands, and hopefully nobody's shaking your sleeve. It's still not awesome, but you know, I guess if you got a sneeze and you got to do what you got to do. Well, what are you supposed to? What's the best way? Cough into what the ground? Yeah, I mean you got to cough somewhere, right? If you have to cough, yeah. Uh, another disgusting habit people do but don't realize: constantly sniffling instead of just blowing your nose. Ah, uh, hmm. Wonder who has that in the studio? Who does that? <laughs> um, sniffling Stephanie over here. Oh man, when she really yanks one back, she has no idea she's doing it either. And she's also she's a loud gulper. You ever hear her drink anything? <laughs> goo, goo, goo. Gulps over here. I prefer to say she's a passionate drinker. Like, uh, how's that taste? It sounds delicious. <laughs> so refreshing. Goo, 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 goo. Another uh, disgusting habit that people don't even realize sometimes, people who touch food after immediately handling cash. Cash is nasty, it man. It is. You got to watch, too, because a lot of times you'll see that, like, the cashier is making your sandwich, and then they go over and touch money in the cash machine. And ooh. I also saw a no-no here done at work. There were donuts out at the table, and the person opened up the donut. The, the, the donuts, grabbed one donut with their hand, put it back <gasps> down, and then grabbed another donut. What? That is not... Ooh. You not, touch it, then it's yours. I feel like you can't you can't window... Sh- if you're in a window shop, you can't use it with your hands. That is not cool. And that's why Virginia never, ever eats anything that leaves the studio. <laughs> you can't trust. You cannot trust the people that you work with because that f- fingers Frida fingering all the donuts before she figures out which one she wants. Does that gross you out? If something's good and you're really, really hungry and you knew someone grabbed it really quick and put it back down... Does that take away... It's tainted. It's done. It's done? It's dead to me. Okay. It's like it didn't exist. And you're also an animal. Because if you're going to touch the donut and then put it back, it just means that you have no manners or regard for people that you work with. I saw it done in real time. Tell me who it is. I can't. I'm not got to tell me. Commercial break. I need to know. The KVJ Show. All right, so how is your Monday going? It's not so good. Maybe this will help you out. We'll check on the F My Life website. People posting up things going wrong in their life. So maybe you feel a little bit better about yours. One person said today, my grandma got drunk, tried to change the TV channel with my Xbox controller and slurred at me to F off when I told her it wasn't the remote. <laughs> grandma. <laughs> I mean, what the heck? She's a little feisty. And, my goodness. And in grandma's defense, some houses have a lot of remotes. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Another person said today, my roommates sent a relationship request to my one night stand with my Facebook account. Oh. She accepted and then sent me a long message confessing her love for me. I can't remember her. FML. Oh. Sounds like a college prank, doesn't it? Does. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Another person I wrote on the FML side, they said, today I got back from an eight-month deployment, but rather than being pleased to see me, my wife wanted to continue the same argument we were having the day I left. 
I miss being shot at. Oh, oh that is terrible. Can you imagine being like, hey, you guys just sent me back. He left there to come home to a war. Girl. Yeah, right. You got to give that man a break. Come on now. Oh, that, what's the fight about, too? I'd like to know. I would like to know. If it's, it, she, yeah, you got my best friend pregnant. That's a different kind of fight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, but yeah, I would love to know what the fight was. Right. Was it something just shallow? Feels like the fact they're posing, it feels more naggy. Yeah. Like that. Oh. Yeah. Another person said, today my boyfriend was leaving for work. From the other room, I heard him call out, see you soon, beautiful. I was so touched. I went to give him a parting kiss. That's when he stopped me and said, oh, I was actually talking to the dog. Oh, damn. Why, why would you admit that? You're a dope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. You yeah, need to go along with it. I was talking to the dog that was beautiful. Yeah. Dudes, man, I got to tell you, honestly. Hearing a lot of stories today, Virginia. I, yeah, I don't think before y'all speak. All right. Yeah. Let's not turn this into a gender war. We've said it before. We here love the Barbie movie. <laughs> Somebody said today I was sitting on the couch watching TV when I felt something crack on my head. My six-year-old then starts giggling, and I realized they'd smashed an egg on my forehead. When I said, what are you doing? They said, mom does it for TikTok. This is how I found out my wife has been pranking him for likes and thinks it's hilarious. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Because I know a couple that they're kind of like a pranky kind of couple. Mm -hmm. And one of the ones did a prank and they uploaded it without really getting the consent of the other one. And the other one's mad now. Oh, wow. If you do a prank, you got to be able to at least say, all right, can I post that before you just post it, right? You got to. Because they, what if they don't like the way they look in it? They didn't like the way they looked yeah. in it. And they felt embarrassed on how they acted because they got mad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was a goofy prank, but they kind of went from zero to 100. And they looked <laughs> kind of like they're on hinge. And they're mad that they posted it. <laughs> Uh, today, the girl I've gone on two dates with showed up at my house with several boxes of her stuff expecting to move in. What? FML, two dates. <laughs> at that point, you have your answer and yeah. say, this is not going to work this, out. No, uh-uh. <laughs> ain't going to work. You don't let her just move in? No, not after two dates. <laughs> wow. Today, my boyfriend of almost a year told me he thinks he might be gay. I took off my shirt. I sexily climbed over him and began to kiss him passionately. I said, what do you think now? I said seductively. His response, nah, I'm definitely gay. FML. Well, but that's kind of a dumb response to do. It yeah. is. Why would you even like, why are you going to test it? He just told you he's gay, and so you're going to try to prove it? You're setting yourself up for a bad 90s movie. If he's gay, he's gay. Yeah. Somebody said, today I notice I give myself pep talks when I'm lonely. I Aww. know what that's like. No, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. I think people should do pep talks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually good for you. Even if you're not lonely, I feel like pep talks are very good and people are afraid to do them because they think they look silly or they don't work. But you got to be your, your, your motivational coach personally. You have to. Let me so hear a little bit. So people, Is Denny's doing any pep talks? I don't know if he does. No. But if, if he was to do a pep talk, if he, for you, Virginia, he'd go, I have big eyes. I have beautiful eyes. My <laughs> eyes are nice. I don't need those eye drops. I don't have to lie about fake pink eye. I'm the best at dirt of the day. I've got a lot of eye drama. You do. You got, you got an issue. She really does have a lot of drama with her eyes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Need a little pick me up on your Monday. You can go find the FML website for F My Life. KVJ. I thought it was kind of fun to see everybody's responses when we asked on our Facebook and Instagram pages. When do you feel like you are genuinely happy?
happy. Virginia, do you have that moment in life where you genuinely feel happy? Where is it where you look around and you're like, going, this is amazing? Uh, when the champagne pops. Okay. That noise it makes and everybody goes, yay! Yeah. My moment was uh, tailgating at an Ohio State-Michigan game, and I had my whole family there, and I looked around like, there is no way your life gets better than this moment right now. That was truly it. I had a cocktail in my hand. I looked around. All my kids were around. I was getting ready to go see my Buckeyes. I'm like, this is the best. Did the Buckeyes win that game? Of course they did. Okay. Pounded Michigan. What a day. Ohio strong. That's right. (laughs) It was a good day. What about you, Bert? When do you feel like you're genuinely happy? When I am, there's no pressures of work or anything else to do, and yep. I'm able to record and play music with my dad or my close friends. That's cool. It's my favorite thing. My dad taught me how to play guitar, so when we're able to do that together and then record it and put it like on a little YouTube, that's special to me because mm-hmm. I always have that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. The responses a lot of them had to do uh, being with family, kids. We're all laughing together. Allison said, you know, when, when I'm with my siblings, all seven of us, doesn't happen very often. And you're right, if you have family, family it's hard to get together i got a son in nashville now and so it's fewer and far between so yeah getting the whole family together is for us that happy place heather said driving when the sky is sunny with white fluffy clouds green trees and fresh cut grass on each side look a lot of the best things in life are simple yeah they really honestly that's why you don't you don't need money to be happy y'all we so we tend to complicate things as humans. Yeah, and a lot of times we gotta keep it simple. That is the one root thing that I noticed with this. It was so simplistic. The kind of stuff anybody could do to be happy. And when you're genuinely happy, Mandy said, "When I'm out in nature." Amen, man. I always yeah. forget how much I love nature until I'm in it. And I'm talking when I go camping or I'm out there for a few days. It does something to the spirit. Yeah, no doubt it does. It just makes you, th- it makes you realize that a lot of it doesn't matter. And I'm talking about the bad stuff, stuff that we worry about. The small stuff. The stuff that bogs us down. So much of it really does not matter. Nature is a very good reset. Mm-hmm. Karen said just sitting by a pool drinking a frozen cocktail. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, too, on the other side of life. <laughs> yeah, get a little buzz by the pool. It's not bad. Uh, Dwight uh, had said, when I celebrate life, God, and Jesus, his religion makes him genuinely happy. That's Di- good. It is, absolutely. There's nothing better than being centered like that. Diane said, when I am in garb at a pirate or renaissance festival. Okay. I respect that so hard. <laughs> that is when she's genuinely happy. Teresa said, home with a good Netflix series, Wine and My Cat. If you got a good Netflix series or something, you know you've got some programming built up where you've yeah. got like eight hours. It's cozy, isn't it? The air condition just kicks on and you know you've got so many snacks and foods in the yep. fridge and cupboard. And you're looking forward to watching everything play out. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that pizza's on the way. <laughs> Shelby said, listening to a favorite artist live. Yeah, that's good mm-hmm. stuff. That goes good with the wine. And uh, Spencer, the butt kisser, said, when listening to the KVJ show, he's genuinely happy. Aww, we'll take it, Spencer. Spence. Thank you very much. I love it. My KVJ show. What do you know that you shouldn't know? That's what we want to find out here. And, uh, boy, we got some uh, good ones rolling in. One person said, I found out that my soon-to-be ex-husband had sex with his full-blooded sister. Whoa. Sister. And nobody knows the truth. 
Wow. But I'm the one who looks like the bad guy for wanting a divorce and moving on. We have <laughs> kids, and I am so grossed out. Well, so when did this happen? Is this something from the past when they were younger, or is this recent? It's a great question. Come on. We need them deets. Yeah, I will uh, hit yeah. them up here. Is this from the past or recent? Even if it was the past, that is still pretty scandalous. Okay. I'll see if I can uh, get an answer back on that. Wow. Man, that is crazy. Uh, somebody else said, for the last 20 years, my father has been lying to my stepmom about smoking cigarettes. She told him they would divorce if he started again. He does have a lot of heart issues and health issues. As much as it kills me to watch him lie, I'll do anything to protect my father by keeping his secret. And I've taken the fall for many times. When I did smoke since, I've been smoke-free for three years. So the way I kind of look at that is if you express to your family member, look, I don't want you to smoke anymore. I Look, you're going to die. You lay it all, and they still start to smoke. At that point, it's on them, and they... There's nothing you can do about it. They, He's they, right. They know what they're doing. You know, they know how you feel about it. What can you do other than making yourself miserable? Nothing you can do. Believe me, I've gone through this before where somebody was doing something terrible and they continued to do it and it was killing them and they didn't care. And you get to a point where you go, all right, that's, there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. We can tackle them every time they smoke. You can't. They're a full-grown adult, and all you can do is make your position known, and then you have to just take it as it comes. Yeah. But what happens is when the person doesn't quit, it causes contention. And I'm just saying, you know what? Let them smoke then and, and, and try to... Exactly. You can't control a full-grown adult's actions. You've told them how you feel. Beyond that, there's really not much you can do. They're grown up. Well, I just think that's how you go insane. He's right. The uh, person who found out their soon-to-be ex-husband had had sex with his full-blooded sister, it was confirmed to her recently. I've been sick since. It's possibly an ongoing affair now. Oh, but okay. Well, y- y'all are, you guys got issues. Whoa. I mean, let's blow this up at Christmas. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is that how you do it? Do you do it survivor style? It's my ex-husband. Yeah, who cares? Man. Blow it up at Christmas. Another person texts in, what do you know that you shouldn't know? It says, I know that our CFO was arrested for an altercation with her husband while being six months pregnant because she was drunk. She actually <gasps> bit him when he told her to stop drinking. She was six months pregnant? Wow. Man, when people bite that's different level. That's a different level of insanity to me when you start biting people. A drunk, pregnant, biting woman? Almost sounds made up. It does. But it's not. Yeah. Another uh, text here. What do you know you shouldn't know? Somebody said, my boss had an affair with somebody that she met on a business trip, and I know all the details, and her husband works in the same building as we do. Dang. We had some dirt, and I won't say what company we were working for, but we knew some people were sleeping with each other, and it was a secret, and one was married, and people yeah. were... People, everyone knew about it behind the scenes, and they, they didn't know people knew, which was shocking to me. You're not as slick as you think. They thought they were slick, but as soon as one would leave the room, everyone's like, oh my gosh, they are totally doing it. Everyone knows about it. The person's married. Yeah. It happens. And somebody said, someone that I work with right now is stealing from the business. Oh. And it's me. (laughs) Some good stuff, y'all. Why don't you report the person stealing from the business? Is that just because you don't want to get involved and it's... 
You're now. Well, let's say that you worked at a place and you're just making, you know, whatever, like minimum wage kind of like stuff. If you know, are you getting involved or are you just going about your life? If it was like, okay, if someone, when I worked at the golf course, if, if someone was stealing food or something, I'd never say, even if they stole a golf cart, I'd probably be like, I don't want to get involved. <laughs> but if it was like a mom and pop little place, I, I do say something. Mom and pop, I would if it were a Walgreens or CVS or something like that. I'm like, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, if I see you stealing a Walmart, I'm like, you know, Walmart's stolen a lot from me. <laughs> I'm not getting involved. No way yeah. am I getting involved at Walmart. Uh-huh. Okay. It's KBJ. I think it's kind of like call them outs. I mean, it's probably not right, but you do it anyway. I mean, come on. They're kind of like victimless little crimes, right? What would be those things you would put on that list? I don't even know if I consider this wrong at all, but when we asked a question on the KBJ Show Facebook page, somebody said, I deliberately let incoming calls go to voicemail from friends and family members when I'm not in the mood to talk. And I I don't know. I don't really have a problem with that. You I know, don't t- either. To me, your free time is, that is your time. You have no obligation. If you're not in the right headspace and you don't feel like it, don't worry about it. I've learned if you're not in the right headspace, it might be better to not answer. Because I have answered when I'm not in the mm-hmm. right headspace and it doesn't end well. Yeah. So if you know yourself, you know your body, you know your mind, right. and you know it's not the right time, it's not the right time. Well, I just don't like if I'm in the presence of someone else and they answer a call and then they go remove themselves and all that. You know, to me, I it just as I think of how I feel in that situation, I don't want to put somebody else in that situation. Typically, I'm talking to somebody or I'm in the presence of somebody else. I'm going to be like, hey, will you excuse me? I mean, unless it's an absolute, I have this thing scheduled and I need to go. And if I do, typically if I'm talking with somebody, be like going, hey, I got to take a call here in a couple minutes just to let you know. The worst is if somebody texts you and you don't answer back within, I don't know, 10 minutes and they follow up by three question marks. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'll get to you when I, <laughs> right. three question marks says, come on, text me now, Kevin. Yeah, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. I don't I don't have any sympathy for that. So some of the other ones that uh, are kind of interesting, one person put, if it's really late or early and no one is anywhere nearby, sometimes I'll go left around the roundabout. You ever been through one of those situations? We have one right out front of work. I got to tell you, all the time, if there is nobody coming, I'm always going left around that roundabout. So much easier. You cheat the system. I do cheat the system. <laughs> I do it right there in midday, too. I don't incur. Somebody else said, uh, I know it's probably not right, but I do it anyway. I use Q-tips in my ears after a shower. If this is wrong, why does it feel so right? They do feel great, but they always tell you, I don't know why. Don't use Q-tips in your ears. I guess it jams the wax in there worse. So why do they still sell them? I, I'm, they sell them for other reasons other than cleaning your ears. They're not supposed to be for that. I use them for my ears all the time. I, I can hear perfect. Still do. I know they keep saying don't do it, but, man, there's just nothing more satisfying. Somebody else said, I know it's probably not right, but I do it anyway. I love picking my nose. I don't even care who sees. <laughs> I don't. like. It's such a to-do. And it- you have a tiny nostril and a, a larger finger. Your fingers won't go in your nose. You're kind of built weird. Yeah, you don't have a very pickable <laughs> nose. Yeah, it's, it's very odd because have you ever heard okay. that, that your index finger is supposed to be the exact circumference of your nostril? His it's almost doesn't. like God intended it. Yeah. It, it does. He got the it wrong nose. Jammed. His gets jammed. He got yeah. somebody else's nose. That's weird. I really have little hands, too. They come with massive destruction, but they are kind of tiny. Yeah. Got little tiny hands. They're not that tiny. 
And you have baby nostrils. You have infant nostrils. Okay, so be insecure about my nostrils, not my hands. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. You're just insecure about the wrong thing. Understood. Uh, Another person said, I pee in the shower instead of the toilet, even when I'm not taking a shower. Oh, that's weird. So there's no water running? Yeah, I don't know if you can do that. That's the one thing. I mean, I pee in the shower, too, on the reg, but... I would never do it without the water running, you animal. Yeah. There's a, a big podcaster. He got busted. I guess he, he goes and pees in the sink where everyone does like their podcast area, oh. and it started smelling. No, and, man. And it's like, that's, no. that's next level wrong. No, you can't do that. Peed in the sink. No. Yeah, yeah they, they busted him for it, and they were talking about it on the podcast. You're an animal. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure I'm uh, vibing that. KVJ. What would you say is a movie that has actually gotten better with age? It's rare to say that because most movies get worse with time because our sensibilities change, our attention spans get you know less. Usually, technology's better, so the graphics are better in newer movies. So when you see another one, you're like, oh, that aged terribly. But MovieWeb.com has come up with a list. They say these are movies that have actually gotten better with time not the reverse i think office space is one of those ones where i loved it when it came out but if mm-hmm. the through the years it really kind of holds up and it's gotten better with age really okay yep and uh why would you say that? because i would be one that i would think wouldn't age as well because sensibilities in the office change like going okay wow i, I can't even relate to that i think it almost kind of captures the the corporate grind people are sick of that have they've been more outspoken about in recent years mm-hmm. where you know just it, it, it kind of captures all that. Okay. The movie they say have got, has gotten the best with age is Inception. Isn't that the, didn't you say that was confusing? Inception? That's the one about the dreams and the top that's spinning. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's confusing. Fantastic French music soundtrack, though. Oh, that's why so many oh, people get into movies. Such a good French music <laughs> soundtrack. It's always a driving force for a movie. Driving I told force. You, French music's hot. Driving force. Did you like that movie? You know, I think I watched it uh, on a plane while drinking, so I was tired. You and... gotta watch it twice because, yeah, you gotta be sober to understand that movie. And it's a I, little tricky. Yeah, I think I was in and out of sleep, so then I was like part of the movie, and I don't know, <laughs> part of the experience. It's, of yeah, it's, that's trippy. Yeah, it's really trippy. It's got this weird. So I'm not even sure what it's all about. <laughs> I don't know if I even remember it. You gotta go back and I watch it. I need to go it. back and try that again. They say Goodfellas has gotten better with age. It really has. And I think because it's got such great writing and such great characters, mm-hmm. I, I think that stuff is timeless. It, well, if you get actors that are amazing and they come together in their prime, and you, you would argue that some of the greatest actors that we had at our time were in our prime, and they made that movie together. Well, it's a story based on a true, you know, true stuff, and then there's no CGI. When you start doing any kind of special effects, you kind of risk dating that movie sure yeah absolutely no it's classic they say shawshank redemption's gotten better with time i think it's always been a banger yeah there are some that just uh doesn't matter how much time goes by they're still good we talked about that before someone sent an email saying that's such a boring long movie doesn't what? go anywhere i'm gonna get out of that here. movie is not boring At that all. movie is fantastic yeah. That person's so, stupid. Sometimes you just, you ever notice where sometimes you're in the mood to watch a certain kind of movie and other times you just kind of sit down and you're, for whatever reason, you're restless and kind of impatient? Yes. 
and it just doesn't work out. You've got to be kind of in that zone and that mode. So I could see where somebody may feel like Shawshank Redemption is not good, but I don't think it's the movie. I think it was you. And you talked about, like, if you watched Inception when you were drinking, you do need to go back and watch it sober. If I'm drinking, I forget, like, whole big parts of a movie. Yeah, they're really hard to follow. That's why I had to go see the Barbie movie twice, because I was drinking the first time. I'm like, I don't remember what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I went back and saw it sober, and I was like, oh! So enjoyable. You enjoyed it twice for the first time. I did. (laughs) Die Hard, they say, is a movie that has gotten better with age. Really? That one almost seems like it could be cheesy. Great cheesy. I think it's amazing. Yeah. We got some one-liners in there. Right. It was a style. Suits hates that style. Whatever he does a review... And it's those quippy one-liners that Arnold Schwarzenegger used to always do and Bruce Willis was doing in those movies in the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, he is so smug in that movie. So and, smug. And not really. You know, he's got terrorists to kill, but it's no big deal. It's not a big deal. He'll handle it. Yeah. He's got this. Pulp Fiction, they say, has gotten better with age, as is uh, Fight Club. And in Glorious Bastards, when we talked about movies that were a perfect 100, that was the movie that came up more frequently than any other movie that people were texting into us. That movie's good. I need to watch that. I've never seen that. They also put on the list Scarface, The Breakfast Club, which I know for some reason everybody seems to love except for us I in the studio. I don't love The Breakfast Club. Gosh, I can't stand it now. You're it's right. I cheesy. I see it on all these lists of you know cutting edge and before it's time. I feel like it belongs on the opposite list, not the movies that have gotten better with age, but movies that really stand out as like, wow, that's very dated. You want to talk about boring. And mm-hmm. deep. The they- Breakfast Club is boring. Yeah. Schindler's List. The good, the bad, and the ugly made their list. Big Trouble in Little China and Citizen Kane, which every film student is forced to watch in college. And it is boring, and they make it a lot more cool than what it really is. That's what I was wondering, because I've never seen it. I had to watch it, break it down, do research papers on it back in college, and I was like, what is this? I remember you ranting about that before on another show, and... It, it looks boring, but you're right. It's always on that list of classics. You got to see it. Yeah, I was a film minor in college, and you had to do that. And then Clockwork Orange is the other movie that they're like, cinematic masterpiece. And, and you, you didn't. And like you're watching it. like, what is this? It's kind of weird, right? It's terrible. Going <laughs> <laughs> weird. It's just terrible. As I was like, going, I don't think films for me, man. I don't get it. The KVJ Show. Okay, normal or nope. Is there some odd that you do that you're just wondering, are you the oddball or does everybody do this and they just don't talk about it? Bert, I'm sure you got a laundry list of stuff. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do. Uh-huh. Some of the ones that uh, people are asking, they text into us, 877-979-WRMF. Um, they said, uh, I am a man who sits to pee. That's normal. I Bert got me into doing it and now, yeah, at home. At home. At home. Only yeah. at home. At home, yeah. Only in porta potty. Oh no! In fact, yeah. I don't even know if I will ever go to a porta potty ever again. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's better just to pee next to it in the grass and just take the ticket. <laughs> Four guys here, raise your hand if you sit to pee. Oh, birds, just you and me. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not every time. Usually at nighttime, if I'm waking up or in the morning, I'll sit down and pee. If I got people over and I'm drinking, I'm usually in and out, and, and, and I'll stand. Okay. I think I stand to pee more than you guys, because <laughs> I stand to pee a lot. I, I like to hover, because I don't really want to sit on the seat, and I do squats, a lot of squats now, so I just do squats while I'm peeing. It's just about, it's, it's just more comfortable at times. Sometimes, man, you know, like you had that one... That one stat, if you're not peeing within 17 seconds, something's wrong. You had some kind of a weird... Oh, uh, yeah. What? I have all kinds of weird stuff. You don't remember that stat? You if you're some... not peeing within 17 seconds, you're wrong? Something like... Yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> wrong. 17 seconds of what? It was supposed to take a certain amount of time for you to clear oh, your Oh, the bladder. length yeah. of your urination. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Oh, I pee for like a minute and a half. And I think that's not good. <laughs> well, I have like a giraffe's bladder. It's so big. Uh-huh. Um, one person um, said, I sit down in the shower to relax. I do, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that was something you did. Mm-hmm. Does that mean it's normal, though? I don't think it is normal. I would be, I think, in the weird category. Anybody else? Raise your hand if you uh, sit in the shower to relax. <laughs> when I'm hungover, I do. Only and bird. I just sit there and, and think of all the things I regret from the night before. <laughs> is this normal or odd? Um, I think about death a lot in the shower. That's when I really, I, I think about, yeah. That's no. When I'm in the shower, a lot of times I'll think, yeah, the murderer could be breaking into my house right now, and I can't even hear him, because all I can hear is the shower, and when he comes busting through the door of the bathroom, there's really nothing I can do. I can't even prepare. So you're saying you do think about murder in the shower? I do. But I think about it differently. You're thinking about a getting murdered. I think about just death in general on a... On a it just made, I don't know. Sh- showers made, I don't know. Anybody else raise your hand if you think about murder in the shower? Okay, there's nobody else, Bird. It's just you in Virginia. I don't think about murder. I think about death. She thinks about murder. I think about murder when I'm on I the I think c- about death, too. I think about murder when I'm on the couch, Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anybody else not change their loofah until it's completely destroyed? I don't use a loofah. That's gross. I think loofahs are disgusting, and they should have went out in 1988. I think it's such Love an them. old time. It makes me thing. feel so clean. The only time I would use a loofah is if I'm open, open, opening the package, and I use it that one time, and then I throw it away. Even loofahs. What do you use, then? I use my hands and the bar of soap. I or- never. I feel like a hand does the trick. I have body wash. I, I, I rotate my cleansing wow. soapage. Yeah, I use my hands too, and I feel like I do a great job. Loofahs are gross, even if you live by yourself. Just time and slime and grime. Wow. Some people use a washcloth, and then they wash that in the laundry, just like, like when you wash your towels. That's what a lot of people do, but I, I was raised to use my hands. I always heard washcloth wash on the face is bad for the skin. It's, it, for the face skin. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe it's too much exfoliation. What do I know? I, I grew up in Lake Park. Okay, normal <laughs> or nope? Washing my toothbrush before I use it. Oh, normal. I always will wash my toothbrush. No, when you say washing, what does that entail? I just make sure I just rinse it off just to make uh-huh. sure the air and time and the, yeah. Before oh. you put the toothpaste on? Yes, I always wash off my toothbrush. Do you do that, Virginia? Never, because no. I do a dry brush. My toothpaste that I use, that AP24, the whitening toothpaste, yeah. it tells you to get best results don't get it wet. Use it dry. I knew it was going to be a pretentious answer. <laughs> yeah. 
Just had a feeling, huh? Yeah. Kevin, what's your what toothpaste? Look, my mouth is wet enough. You know I am a moist woman. She is. She's got a very wet mouth. Okay, wet mouth, huh? I don't need to wet the toothpaste and the toothbrush because the teeth and gums are moist. Wet mouth syndicate, they call her in DeQuesta. <laughs> is this normal or nope? Sleeping like you're in a cocoon, head covered, blankets wrapped around you like a sleeping bag, and face covered except for your nose and mouth. I, the, I do that. Yes. And that I do makes that a lot. Think, does anyone ever, to get yourself asleep, do you ever picture yourself as a hostage and you and you escaped <laughs> and you're you're on a boat or in a car and you, you can't let them know you're there? I'm going to go with a nope on that. You're Virginia. a hostage. Yeah, yeah, but you can't be, mm-hmm. but you escaped and you're, you're trying to get home and you are... <laughs> Yeah. It's a little trick I play. It's and a little it does, play. It relaxes me at night. It's an odd thing. Yeah, I, I do kind of like when I'm <laughs> at, when I'm trying to sleep, I do sometimes pretend like I'm hiding yes. from something or somebody. Yeah. Me too. So it's like all about being quiet. So yeah, in a way, I don't know if I'm ever a hostage, but... Or you're like a kidnapped victim, or yeah, I always feel like I've escaped from like a prison of sorts, or... A, maybe uh, I, maybe I, a lot of times I'm like, I'm an assassin, and I've got to, you know, lay and wait, and I can't en- make a noise. The enemy will find you, yeah. but, I'm all, but I'm in yeah. the enemy's boat, and yeah. i got to get back to shore. Oddly enough, yeah, I think we're both kind of weird that way. And it relaxes <laughs> it doesn't me. Feel like, it doesn't feel like that's normal, but we're both crazy in the same way. That is awesome. You kind of get what I I'm I kind of get what you're saying on that, actually. Thank God. Uh, one person said... I want to know, um, normal or nope, I go multiple uses before cleaning my air fryer basket. Like, I use it daily, and I wash it maybe one time a week. I do the same thing. And when I finally do rinse that thing out, it's kind of gross. Right. I don't know what to tell you. I think it's normal. It's normal. Uh It's normal. Okay. Uh, Normal or nope, I have to close every window I have open on my phone before putting it on Do Not Disturb before sleeping. That's... I can see that I am pretty good at closing. Uh, I, there's, I don't like phone clutter, so I do clean it up a lot. You just don't like clutter. I don't, know. Phone, life. Yeah, anything. Yeah, so I get that. Um, is this normal or nope? Sprinting out of a room when you turn the lights off so the demons down there don't get you. <laughs> I get that first. <laughs> I totally get that first. What? <laughs> Kind of going to lean nope on that? Do you ever uh, run from a room, Virginia, so the demons don't get you? No, I kind of do the opposite. So okay. when I go into a room in my house and it's dark and I can't see, I like challenge the ghost. I get like a puffed up chest and I'm like, I'm not scared of you, but I kind of am really scared of them. But I huh. want them to think that I'm not scared of them. So I, I kind of get like like fake ballsy. Okay. And before I turn on the light, I'm like, I'm not scared of you. Hmm. Yeah. No. Is I, that well, crazy? No. You gotta. Sometimes back in the day, I used to act like I was Scott Hall, my favorite wrestler. If I was in a situation that made me feel uncomfortable, and I'd like that like mentally go, All right, you're Scott Hall right now. You ain't scared of nothing. So I get it. <laughs> you, you can psych yourself you can. up to be not scared of nothing. I, it is a real thing because if you tell your head that you're not scared of nothing and you keep saying it, you kind of become it. I think sometimes people are afraid to do silly tricks because they look silly. I'm saying this out loud. There's some silly stuff we're saying right now. It works. But it's, it's honestly, it's part of the human condition. Just embrace being weird. Humans are weird. You're not weird. You're normal. Yeah. You're normal because we all do this. But the more you tell yourself in your head, I'm not scared. I'm a badass. The more you become a badass. At least twice a day when, I, when I'm going to walk 
to 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 pee at my yeah. house, I always act like right before I get to the bathroom that I'm like pump faking and shooting a ball as I get fouled. Like, it, <laughs> like, I'm, like it's a phantom basketball game, and I always, I always sink it. You always I sink always it, get, and I always get the fouls. Well. Oh man! And uh, normal or nope? Enjoying the smell of your own farts. Enjoying or smelling? Those well, are two different things. Yeah. I no, think, I, think, I think kind of enjoying, be like, ah, oh, I did that. I think that's a thing. That's I, it, I in think the that fetish is, world. It's, it's weird, but I think it's normal. I think I, a lot of people do that. I don't enjoy them, but sometimes you do need to know what's going on. And I think that is something in you. Uh, chemically that you are supposed to be checking yourself for issues, problems, internal stuff that's not going right. And farts and poop are an indicator of stuff that's not going right, right. inside yeah. of you. Th- th- that's just being a human and taking stock. It's totally He's being a human. You're into it. You're enjoying it. You're like, oh, yes. That's a different. That is not normal. Well, now you're a freaky little monkey. Yeah, yeah I would say you're not, no- not normal. That's okay. a good. That's fun. <laughs> the KDJ Show. What'd you say is your favorite slang word, Virginia? And one you can say on the radio, of course. <laughs> yeah, most of mine curse word, have an expletive yeah. in them. No, no. just uh, kind of a slang word because they broke it down by generation. There's this uh, survey that I found. They said for Gen X, the three favorites were chill, lame, and bummer. I like, yeah, I like all of them. I like bruh. I like bummer. I like when someone gives you like this long, just sob story. You're like, mm, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> bummer. That's your way of saying, I got to get out of this conversation. Man, bummer. I'm out. Bummer. Peace. They said Gen X's least favorite slang words, thirsty, clapback, and slay. And the only thing I would say with that is those are newer slang words, right? Oh, definitely. Slay? That's in heavy rotation at FSU. I heard that a lot. So that's what it is. It's now the old crusty Gen Xers getting uh, all upset with uh, Gen Z slang. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think it all kind of sounds totally tubular. Okay. <laughs> tubular, huh? For baby boomers, favorite slang, bummer, mellow, and wannabe. Mellow out, man. Mellow out. Least favorite, woke, Gucci, and sheesh. So again, it's all the young <laughs> It's slang. all the young people. The Mag's <laughs> friends are always saying that. Sheesh. <laughs> what is that? I don't get it. What is that? Oh, does that mean the S-bomb word? I think so, Got yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not positive. <laughs> okay, so millennials, your favorite slang is OMG, chill and lame. Least is slay. Sus and clout. <laughs> I love. I like sus and its cousin sussy. Uh, if someone is suspicious, I love calling them sussy. Sus is pretty cringe. <laughs> so, what is it that Gen Z actually loves and hates? Then, since they are powering a lot of this slang, their favorites: selfie, OMG, and ghost. Some of the more traditional ones. Their least savage. Skisk, what is the skisk skisk? Skisk skisk? SK, SK, SK. What is that? I don't know. Skisk, is it skisk? It's not that, is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Kevin, anything's possible. Okay. And uh, POV, 
point of view. That's, that, that's, that's a lot like, on, you just say it like that? You say POV? Yeah. If you're doing like a TikTok video, you say POV and then you explain like from your point of view what's happening in this video. I love how TikTok thinks they came up with POV. They did. Yeah, yeah right. And Taylor Swift made Travis Kelsey. Whatever. Oh, the porn gosh. industry totally took POV like 20 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which came first, TikTok or porn? Exactly. Okay. All right. Bird ain't going to let him have that. The KVJ Show. All right, what are five things guys do that girls hate? Virginia, will you vouch for this? Because I was reading this list for Men's Health, and I was like, I don't know. Only five? This should be a fun second. How do we narrow it down to five? Can I go get some snacks while you guys discuss this? You already ate a bag of snacks over there. Pipe down. Old Snacky Pennington? (laughs) He is. He got in the snack bowl, and he didn't even tell me he was going. Oh, man. Damn. And I gave her half my bag. See how she doesn't give you the I whole... I wanted to go with you. Yeah, I can't imagine why I wouldn't want you to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you do buy into this, Virginia. Is this true? This one I don't have a problem with so much, but Men's Health is telling the guys when buying gifts, thoughtfulness matters more than expense. Don't assume sparkly items will impress. Uh oh. Sparkly items do impress if you're talking about jewelry, but thoughtfulness. Does it outrank expense? I think it might. Okay. Because here's why. If if you said something six months ago and you find out that he wrote it down in his phone and he waited until the right moment or waited until, you know, it, it was something that you needed or wanted and he did that for you and you're like, wow, he really does care about me. Now, this is the one that kind of got my attention that I want some validation on. Is Men's Health right with this? When she talks about problems, she seeks understanding, not solutions. Offer sympathy, not advice. Yeah, that's a good one. Because every time my wife has got something, I'm like, okay, well, all right, let's solve this. So here's what you could do. Here's what I would think. This makes sense. I'm always about, to me, I'm about solutions. If you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. <laughs> Check out the hook while his DJ revolves it. That actually is very catchy. That would work. <laughs> yeah. So I just need to shut up and be like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And just hold my own thoughts to myself. I mean, it all depends on your relationship. You okay. know at this point if your wife gets frustrated when you try to solve everything for her. If, okay. If you keep offering solutions and she keeps not doing them but she just wanted to vent i think that is what you should look at more like just being a a sympathetic ear and being like yeah you're right becky in accounting is mean okay you know like Uh just right come at it from that point of view instead of trying to fix it for her Hmm. okay that was the one that spoke to me most uh, they also say other things that guys do that girls hate. Constantly checking on her may come off as untrusting and controlling despite good intentions. I think that goes without saying, right? Yes. Okay. You have to mirror the way your partner is a lot of times, you know? If if you're with somebody that doesn't want constant communication and you're giving them constant communication, you're going to drive them up a wall. Also, don't intrude into her personal space, especially in the shower, without an invitation. 
she's not finding it sexy when you barge right in and try to get frisky in the shower. Is that true? That's so true. Is it really? It depends on your. It depends on who you're dating. I hate these lists because it's such a. Every woman thinks this way, and it's 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 not. Well, sometimes I'm in there doing weird stuff that I don't want you to see. I'm maybe shaving weird parts, or cleaning weird parts, or doing some kind of beauty ritual that I really don't want to be seen. In this light, I'd rather you see me in a negligee instead. Okay. So instead of going in full gusto, kind of at least do a head check to see what's going on in there before you go barging in. Yeah. Or ask ahead of time. Hey, you want to get busy in the shower? No, I'm I'm pooping. (laughs) In the shower? Do do not poop in the shower. We want to go back to deal breakers because that would be one. And they say, avoid excessive gift giving. It may seem controlling and create reciprocity pressure. Like they got to give something back. Yeah, you can be too much, too. It can make it seem like, okay, he's desperately extra and trying to just buy my love. And does he have bodies under the porch? Like, what are, what's the matter with this guy that he feels like he has to overcompensate with gifting? Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, Virginia. I want to validate that. Would you say that was an accurate list from Men's Health? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more, too. (laughs) That's why they only do five at a time. That's all we can take. That's all men can handle. That's all we can handle, five at a time. KVJ.